and welcome to episode 89 of our SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is April 21st, and together with Robert and Goran, we are here to talk about anything related to SAP and Microsoft. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi so in the past, a lot of customers have started their high availability installations on Azure using availability sets. With the help of availability zones, an SLA of 99.99 can be reached. So for customers that have already deployed um, with AV sets, it might be interesting to migrate from sets to zones. Um, Goran has created a blog post and some, some additional information on how to do this. And today he will show us um, yeah, and, and talk a little about um, more details, what you, how and what you can do with this. But as always, we'll quickly take a look at some of the news from this week. And it's not a lot this week, but um, actually Martin Murdes has um, created a video about his RG copy tool. So we talked about this um, sometime um, back on the on the show. Um, this is a tool that is available on GitHub. So, so all the, the, the scripts are, are there that allows you to copy an SAP system that is deployed in, in one resource group uh, to another um, environment, to another resource group. And um, in this video, he, he guides you through all the steps uh, where you can get the RG copy tool, the, the idea behind it, um, how to call it, the different parameters that you can use it. So it's a really nice 20-minute uh, video that um, walks you through the usage of the RG copy tool. So I think it's definitely worth um, checking it out. The next thing that I um, want to uh, highlight, and I think we mentioned that also um, on the show, there was an event called a Microsoft Business Application Launch Event, um, where Charles Lamana and, and a few others talked about um, Dynamics 360 of Power Platform. So there's nothing about SAP here, but um, if you so, so you can watch it again on on demand, and if you take a look at this, there are some really cool things of how the Power Platform can be used to enhance and extend Dynamic 365 scenarios, how um, you can use this to integrate in, in Teams and in, in other Office products. And I actually think um, if you if you look at this and if you just uh, maybe replace Dynamics with SAP and, okay. and see what possibilities, what, what opportunities there are if you would connect the Power Platform with your SAP system. I think that this is really there are some really fantastic ideas behind this. So if you want, it's like a one and a half hour session, but uh, you can also increase the playback time, um, playback speed to uh, yeah, 1.5 or whatever. So I think if you want to take a look at this um, and just run through the event, I think it's it's definitely uh, worth watching and, and getting some cool ideas of what you can do if you um, use the Power Platform together with um, Dynamics 365 or obviously also with an SAP system. So uh, highly recommend to, to take a look at this. Good, and with this, we're actually already at the blog post from um, from Goran. And instead of me going through the blog post, maybe Goran, uh, yeah, let's, let's hand it over directly to you and you can guide us through this and uh, share a little more insights on why you have done this and what's the, the good thing about it and, and how customers can use it. Yeah, yeah. So l let's maybe why I did it because people are asking for it. <laughs> so uh, I mean, again, story. It's with availability set as you mentioned. We have 99.95. All the components are in 
we already have a high availability system, um, but they are inside of one data center, right? So if you move to the zones, and by the way, all those names are really, uh, I have it in a demo, I recorded the videos, uh, names of the VMs and the load balancer and PPGs, they are the same. So just maybe pay, pay attention, yeah. So, but basically when we go to the zones, we have two data centers, so much higher SLAs definitely on the on, on the infrastructure side. Now, if you go, if you're a new customer going directly to the zone, no problem, new deployment. But if you are already existing customer, question is how, how to move it. So we had a, a lot of question how to do it, how to migrate it, how to minimize the downtime. And we have really a, a customer use case. So I'm just not mentioning name because we are still didn't not publish their names yet. But basically, uh, that's a concrete big customer. Um, they estimated uh, in order to do a classical migration to the zone, meaning you need to provide a new infrastructure, um, then you need to do a homogeneous system copy. It will take them a six months. Uh, now, the another idea is use third-party installer or any other installer. Uh, which typically many are offering, let's say, also only for the HANA, but not for the other databases. But even for the HANA, that would estimation was reduce the downtime to two months. But still, you need to do a certain post-configuration post stuff, and you would also have some kind of uh, license cost as well. Now, basically, with the scripts, they could do it just over the weekend. So to say, Ooh. and they could also do it because script is moving one by one VM, and because you are in an HA, um, you can do in a rolling fashion, meaning okay, move one database, passive database VM uh, uh, to the zone. Uh, the active one is live. Do a database failover, then move the node uh, node one of the and so on and so forth. Right. Um, so basically, it's okay. Script should help to simplify the procedure and minimize downtime. Uh, and there's also a white paper, you, you'll put it there, which also basically discuss a bit about re-architecture, meaning, I don't know, replace the NFS cluster, which is an infrastructure solution with a, a path service like Azure file shares in the zones. So, I mean, you don't need to manage it, and which is a, basically a separate step, okay. Um, now, important is just to mention that the, the supported storage is managed disk, so typically premium. Um, we don't have support for ANF because ANF is at the moment not possible to move from zone to the zone and Ultra has also a kind of limited possibilities. So meaning for those, if they have an ANF or Ultra, they, they should be probably some kind of additional steps in order to move those uh, storage in a, in, a, in, a, in a proper zone, right? But many custom, many, many are using the managed disk, they are kind of happy with the price performance ratio, so it will cover many of them. Um, the point is there are two sets of, let's say, commandlet. One is the move AZVM to Azure zone. So typically you would use it for the database central service file share cluster if you would use it, which are really the zonal VMs. Okay, and so it enables you, it converted the virtual machine from a regional VM, which is an availability set to the zonal VM, but you can also use to move it from one zone to another zone. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes the customer would use it because they have an M series, uh, let's say they would deploy in zone one and two, which are a bit far away. They can't do for the three because some M series queue is not yet there. In a month, it will come there. They want to move from zone three to uh, zone two to zone three just to get closer. So they can use the same basic script to do it, which I will show you. And uh, for the application server, what we typically say, maybe just go back to the 
picture. Um, typically, I mean, ideally would be that app servers are not zonal VM, although they can do it, uh, they, you, the customer can do it, but they, they are also an availability set. And the reason is in availability set, there are multiple fault on um, <clears throat> update domains. You have at least two and more of them, but they are not zonal VM. And then you we use PPG to bound it to the correct zone indirectly. So, but here, when we move to the zone, we will have a two, New availability set and new and two new PPG. So that's that's the basically um, that's the basically idea. Um, and maybe one new stuff. Uh, the, the another com commandlet is uh, for those app servers. There is another command used uh, move AZVM to availability set. So which would move just basically from one availability set to another one, which would be now a kind of indirectly zonal one. But also, I just added this is new after some discussion with Robert. I didn't document in month. You can move from zone back to the region, meaning back to the availability set. And some customer ask is just as a kind of they want to safety nets if something uh, would not go well with the zone. In their opinion, they want ability to go back. Okay, <laughs> so I added there this possibility too. Right. I think uh, what is very important to add to that, I think is probably already known, but you know, the, the migration to zone to outside of zone back to availability set, it's free of charge. There's no additional cost for that from customers. So they are free to decide, okay, do they want to use availability set or availability zone? I think it's just to add that information on top of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, let's do some kind of demo. Otherwise, it's just too boring. So maybe let's <laughs> let's start with the onboarding, right? Uh, onboarding of the infrastructure. So I tried to make this is a GitHub uh, quick doc document. Uh, we will have it on the link. And basically, it says you need a PowerShell seven environment, and also you need an AZ module. So I thought, okay, le let me do a quick win and use it the Azure. <clears throat> um, the uh, the Cloud Azure shell. Cloud Shell. I mm -hmm. mean, maybe it's not ideal. It would be better to have a desktop version because the Cloud Shell can have a timeout. Mm -hmm. But at least it speeds up here. Uh, I don't have to install PowerShell and I don't have to um, install the AZ module. They're already there, so the proper volume is there. The mm -hmm. use I, I did uh, this uh, PowerShell uh, uh, actually a module uh, I developed, which is deployed in the PowerShell gallery, similar like all my other Microsoft AZ module, you can find it. Um, it goes actually uh, looking at for the for the <clears throat> across the network. You need you, you need to have some network connection. Come on, okay. And it says yes, there is an. You see, it's in PowerShell gallery. It's also they are available. And then you just say okay, now please install it. Yeah, install it. So I'm just copying it. Um, cool. <clears throat> And One question, was, Goran, when, yeah. when you install when you install this model in this cloud shell, mm -hmm. is this subscription based, tenant based, or this yeah, it's, model? It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a good question. It's definitely it is in that subscription. Um, okay. I never good, tried. No, it's it. my it's in my tenant. It's in my tenant. Okay, yeah. Okay, it has okay. a user. Actually, it's a Linux in behind, right? Yeah, okay, um, okay, so okay. it it is in my user subfolder. I believe okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay so now i just import it and we are ready to go and i just put it a lot of kind of help 
there so for the people sometimes they even read it which is great <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm also <laughs> positively with example how to do it and then then so okay so that would be a kind of quick for the onboarding but let's go back just quickly to the picture and let me just take one example of the one vm zonal vm let's say pr1 central services 2 vm right which is in a central services cluster and i want to move it um from this availability set i mm -hmm. want to move it to the zone i mean this story is same for the other central services for database vm would be basically the same right mm -hmm. uh just not not just not to <clears throat> to repeat so that would be to the zone too yeah okay so this vm is already yeah it's a non-zonal vm Mm -hmm. It's already uh, configured with the load balancer, by the way. It's already there because it's an HA system um, as well. Uh, it has one OS disk and one data disk. So I'm just telling, okay, move this VM, put it in a zone two. And then also um, I'm using, it's already pre-configured with the load balancer and put it into this new PPG. So PPG in the zone two, I have then two PPGs, and I said, okay, keep the same disk names, right? And I'm using here also force parameter, not, not to be asked, do you really want to stop the VM? Are you really sure you want to de delete the VM? Um, <clears throat> now script is basically what is important is doing a lot of pre-checks. Um, uh, so is, is uh, I don't know, um, um, does the PPG exist? Is the PPG already associated mm -hmm. with the correct, uh, the, um, uh, um, uh, um, is there a load balancer? Is the load balancer also standard load balancer? And then, then um, make sure that when I delete the, I, I, the, the basic procedure is here, the move mean, um, the, um, you need to, I need to, uh, create a new disks because I'm moving from regional to the zonal. I need to create a new disks, which are then the zonal disks. Uh, and the way how to do it is basically to create the disk snapshot. And out of snapshot is uh, I create a new zonal disk. In this case, zonal two disks, uh, OS disk and data disk. Then I have to delete the VM, uh, and then I have to recreate the VM. And then I'm just in the correct zone. In this case, zone two. And then I have, then I'm uh, uh, passing the newly created zonal disks, right? Mm -hmm. uh, important here is that uh, all disks will not be uh, deleted, or at least I would make a copy of them, right? You always have a fallback. Exactly. So if something breaks, and it can always break, and break could because, um, let's say, um, there is no enough capacity there, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. these kind of thing, unfortunately, I can't check it, right? So what is super important just before you execute anybody would execute on the prod system which is not a joke you know test it on on the dummy vms which are mm -hmm. ideal in the same subscription same resource group um, same vm type same um, uh, same um, disk um, sizes uh, disk setup same target zone and then then right so just to make sure that it that that it kind of works right um now here let me just uh, here it will start to do a snapshotting of the disk and and creating of the disks so to say it would look uh, yeah just what what is the free name and um, <clears throat> at certain point of time there would be a also need to delete the old disk because i said keep the old disk but there would be already copied right so it's 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 not a problem 
Um, and after some time, the VM creation is done and or recreation is done. Um, so if I would go to the VM and to check it, I, I just specified I want to go to the zone two. So I just need to do, I think, uh, refresh sometimes few times more. And uh, to refresh the page, actually, I test or I, I need, or sometimes the page or you do it yeah. like me, like fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then you see the VM is in availability zone two, right? And if I click on the disk, so the disk name are the same names because I choose this, keep the same disk name, otherwise they would be different. And they are also in the zone two. And what is important that the old disk, this, they have a dash orange, mm -hmm. maybe some numbers. They are still the like the old one. So initially it was non-zonal disk and they are still stay the same, which means they those disks can be used to restore the VM to the original state if something goes wrong, right? Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to the load balancer, which is already was pre-configured, pre uh, that VMs are already there, and basically you don't have to change anything. I mean, this, let's say for one disk was one terabyte, it took some three, four minutes, so to say. Typically it goes relatively fast, I would say. Right. Brand, did, what did you? Did, was there anything that you needed to do on the SAP system before <clears throat> the start, or or would you do this in? I mean, yeah. while the system is running. I mean, that's theoretically. So, hmm? Yeah. So basically, one customer decided. They said, "Okay, we can get uh, total downtime over the weekend." So they completely shut it down. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is their choice, but if they would love to uh, uh, do in a rolling manner, mm -hmm. um, they would do one by one. So, mm -hmm. meaning, let's say they start with a database VM, no two, passive, um, one. passive one, they would move this, you know. Mm -hmm. So, the active one is still in the availability set, is up and running, servings, SAP system is up and running. So, the VM will be moved, no two of the database will be moved to the zone two, for example. When comes up and running, <clears throat> joins the cluster, then you would do a failover, manual failover of the database, which is typically fast um, from node one to node two. So basically from all the availability set to the new zone, to the VM in the new zone, the database is up and running. It's a very short, might be a, maybe yeah. some downtime of it, but very short, maybe less than a minute. I mean, depends. Um, and then uh, the database node one is uh, passive. And then you would use a script to move the database passive node to the zone one, right? And then when it's up and running, your database layer is moved and you do the same procedure for the central service, right? Mm -hmm. So and meaning... Think, sorry, just... just and, and I think the important thing is when, when you do this move, things like the IP address, they, they, they don't change. So, so that's they why... They don't change. You so don't nothing change. Reconfigure. No. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. So this is nice because... I'm just reattaching the existing NIC cards mm -hmm. and all the settings are the NIC card and all the load balancer configuration are associated with the NIC cards. So that, that's at least in nice. this part yep. was nice. It's easy. It's meaning and but this is this this was the wish of the customer. So meaning mm -hmm. um, nice that you showed from the Martin block. Uh, his use case is a copy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Meaning he would copy into new, he wouldn't delete anything. So um, that makes sense if you do a uh, testing or maybe if you move, it makes sense also for the prod system if you want to move to another region or maybe another subscription. But here in this use case is they 
just want to have the same everything same same subscription same resource group same vm name same disk same ip addresses everything is the same but just move to the zones right so that that's that that's the that's the kind of um, covering this use case right um so okay so that was a basically a move um, <laughs> to the zone and let me say uh, if you would do with the if we talk about the application server uh, the app server for example this one one of them which is an availability set in one ppg uh, you would uh, let's say move to uh, another ppg which is a zonal one and it has a pp uh, a ppg in zone one another uh, another ppg and through this it will be bound indirectly to the zone um, so in this context then you would use um, yeah, so you would use um, exactly. So this is the app server, and app server is a regional VM. Uh, it has also, I believe, yeah, two disks, and it's inside of the availability set. Yeah, this one availability set. And what we will do is actually move to new availability set, which is already prepared, which is availability set for the zone one. And this availability set is currently empty. And it's configured to use the new PPG for the zone one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I need to prepare uh, availability sets and PPG also. So you're Correct. creating that. Okay. No, it's not just, but uh, there is also, I uh, should be some examples in the help file how to do it okay, okay. for okay. the PowerShell, for example. Right. Okay. And the tool is now doing also a lot of, uh, so basically what it's doing in this case, because the still the VM will be a regional. Um, uh, VM, did I click something? Uh, there is no need to do a disk snapshot. So basically only the VM will be, or VM definition will be deleted and the existing regional disk would be just reattached. Mm -hmm. Right, so okay, that, that's also um, uh, a bit easier to do it. But the script is also doing some checking about if the availability set, uh -huh, there is, and it is configured with the pro proper PPG, for example, right? Um, and then it goes into, um, uh, it will stop the VM, of course, before it's doing anything. And let me just do the fast forward. Uh, it will uh, delete the VM and uh, it will uh, also uh, recreate VM, create again with the, with the existing, with the existing disks. And when it's done, basically, uh, let me just do again the, the VM part, um, the only what would change is actually this guy still there. They, they are the same disk names, right? What What is being changed that the availability set is now changed. This is the zonal one availability set. And you see that it's already oh, yes, now, yeah. it was empty. Mm -hmm. You have you have the VM there, right? So the, this, this is the basic, basic part. And again, I mentioned if you want to, um, what customer sometimes wants to move from one zone to another zone, right? And let's say I want to move this PR1. Um, oh, no, uh, actually, no, this is the move um, from back, move back, yeah, move back. So I want to move back to the availability set. Uh, so let's say I haven't deleted anything, so to say. So I want to move to the old uh, PR1 AACS availability set with one PPG in that construct, basically just moving back. So I'm just, yeah. So I'm I'm here mm -hmm. with the 
central services two it's in currently in the zone three actually also moved from zone two to the zone three so it is in a zone three at the moment and um, i want to move to the old previous existing availability set which is empty uh, at the moment and it's configured with the old ppg which is uh, which was used for the old VMs at that time, right? So then I'm just using move, the same move to availability set, and I'm just specifying, so to say, um, okay, I'm telling keep the same disk names. So here, the point is, I also have to have the same game with the snapshotting. So I need to create a snapshot. Out of snapshot, I'm creating a new non-zonal disks because the VM is non-zonal. And then I delete the VM and I'll uh, recreate the VM with the new non-zonal disks, right? So similar, just process, just kind of uh, basically other way around. So it's also doing those snapshot and creating of the disks. So I will just do a bit um, fast forward. Um, so yes. Uh, um, I'll just do just a second. Yeah, so this is a newly created VM and you can't find any more information about uh, zone, but now it is in a proximity placement group. And when I check the disk, let's say the OS disk, the disk name is the same, but the availability zone is none, right? Because it's a non-zonal, yeah. it's a regional VM, right? And all, all the previous disk, which was actually in the zone uh, three, yes, the, they are, just uh, copied and they are still there for any kind of recovery if that would be needed, right? So um, I think that would be, yeah, that, that that would be all with the demo. I mean, what is important, definitely super important, it's uh, do, to do the testing, really to do the testing because um, you never know what can go wrong on a process. And use the backup. Excellent. Use the backup. Yeah, even even better. Even better. Use the backup. Anyway, use the backup, but uh, then also create the dummy VMs, ideally with the same same setup, same resource group, same, 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 as much as possible. Test it on them on a desired uh, um, target zone where you want it. And when you see it uh, works, then execute it on, on the real one. Oh, if it fails. Yeah, go, go on, go on. No, no. So, I mean, what is the beauty? A customer can actually, the, what the government mentioned, can use the same VMs, but they don't need to have SAP inside. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. They, they can just sure. simply test VMs sure. to move them and see is everything wor working because there's no difference what is running inside. Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, also, uh? true. Just for fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it was boring life, you know. So I put it, uh, those, uh, a third commandlet, I don't have a demo. I put a third commandlet, which is for the um, moving of the application servers into the new availability set, uh, which would be in a zonal context, but that commandlet would do more. It would, uh, it will get this uh, SAP uh, status of the subsystem. It will send the soft shutdown to the application server whatever you specified in commandlet. So it would wait, I don't know if it's uh, 30 minutes, it will wait for the 30 minutes to uh, unload uh, to unload the users and, and wait for the bad jobs. When it stops, it will continue. It will then do the normal stuff, meaning stop the VM, delete it, recreate it in the new availability set, and it will start the application server and it will get the state. So 
I reuse this from this start stop, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that was just a bit more more for for a fun customer. Do not need to I use project. it. I mean, maybe they would love. Yeah, yeah, they would love to do more and more kind of manual way. But uh, yeah, um, important is yeah also this rolling rolling uh, possibility to um, to have it to do it one by one and really uh, uh, avoid the downtime and. Um, many bigger customers use it. So we got some feedback, improved some stuff. I want this, I want that. Uh, it's not 100%, nothing is sure. Again, test it, test it, and test it. But generally, it's quite, I'm quite confident it's very reliable, so to say. Yeah, and I mean, I could imagine some, some very basic um, mistakes that you don't have requested a quota um, for, for example, for right. M, M yes. series in yes. in this um, region or in this specific zone or something like that, and then um, it failed. So, so I, I I like the idea of just doing this with a dummy virtual machine. Just spin right. up an M series and then yeah. um, try to move this over. Right. But I I can definitely see the value of this for customers because as you said or as as we said in the beginning, a lot of customers started with availability sets simply because. Um, these M series were not yet available in in all the zones, and <laughs> now you 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 want to benefit from the zonal deployment. I I also like this that you can actually move it back. That that you if, yeah, yeah. if you find out that well the zonal deployment doesn't work for whatever reason, um, that you can go back to to a to availability sets. So correct or move from one zone to another zone, so to say. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's also an important use case. Um, so to say, yeah. Um, the only stuff what they would need to do it on the SAP system is to install the new license. Uh, oh, simply okay. because Once the license, okay. mm -hmm. the license in the NetWeaver system is bound to the central services. Assumption is here you would have a two-node cluster for the central service, meaning mm -hmm. you would have a two two uh, two licenses. You have to have it anyway, always. Mm -hmm. When you recreate the VM, the virtual machine ID is changed. So this mm -hmm. is how we are checking. And because the SAP license is bound to the VMID key, that license will be changed. So meaning you move one ASCS2, okay, that license is changed, but still it's not a problem for the primary node, which is up and running. You get the new hardware key for the node two, you install it, you do a failover to the new node, which is now yeah, with yeah. the new license and do the same game on with the first one. Yeah, meaning again, no downtime, but you have to do this because, yeah, it's. Uh, but do I need to do it immediately, or isn't there a 30-day um, temp license then installed? That's yeah, a good point. Plus, on the yeah. on the ABAP, it's 30 days. In ABA, uh, in Java, they are more uh, hard, hard. Ah, okay. Uh, hard okay. there. In Java, they would let you run for hour or two, something like this, and they will shut and down this. Shut. Okay, but but I think you make a good point. I yeah. Since I do this step by step. If I first migrate um, the or, or move um, maybe the, the the passive system, so to say, then I would start it up. I would install the license, or I would install the license. <laughs> then everything is fine again, and then sure. only would I do the the other one. Failover. So correct. Cool. So then it's no problem. No, 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 no issues there. No, no issues there. So yeah. So I would say uh, this is already out for months there. So. Shows and you have tested kind of, it with a lot of customers. I already. tested it. They use it quite quite a lot. So you never know what can run, but generally it's I would say it's quite stable. It's quite stable. Yeah. Cool. So far with the experience. So um, I think that's perfect. 
expert. We we saved uh, we saved uh, time and money and downtime uh, uh, because typically even if you do homogeneous migration, it's a it's still a complicated process. It's a project. It's officially six months projects, you know, and nobody it's money, time, and then then so here it's easier. Yeah. Okay. Great. No, thanks. I think that was a great um, overview for um, when you want to move from availability sets to zones or from zones to zones. So I, I again, I think this is certainly valuable for a lot of customers that have started early with SAP on Azure that have deployed this with availability sets. And now they have a fantastic tool to to do this, to move to zones. Great. Then I think we, today we have a shorter episode, but I'm sure next time we'll be <laughs> longer again but um these, I like these shorter it. ones are actually pretty good i think so i love it perfect <laughs> good then okay. thank you everyone talk to you next week thank okay. you bye bye, bye, -bye. Guys. bye, -bye.